T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. House Republicans pursuing Biden documents revelations. We have the story. Man's body found in North Wichita. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. It is a chilly morning across south-central Kansas with temperatures rebounding this afternoon. More mild weather expected tomorrow before we turn cooler later in the week. Our complete forecast in just a few minutes. The White House weighs in on the classified documents found in the possession of President Biden from his time as vice president. Fox's Kevin Cork reports. The White House says it wants credit for, you know, doing the right thing. It claims it did the right thing by turning over the documents, a claim which, as you can well imagine, is also generating more eye rolls than ever. Because keep in mind, they knew about this issue since before the midterms, way back in early November, and we're just hearing about it now. The White House is now taking aim at congressional Republicans for digging for answers. Quoting now, House Republicans are playing politics in a shamelessly hypocritical attempt to to attack President Biden. But White House Counsel's Office tells Fox News that there are no visitor logs for the Biden's residence in Wilmington, Delaware. The president's legal team says they are fully cooperating with the National Archives. Police are investigating after a body was found in a North Wichita park. At about 10.30 yesterday morning, a man was looking for arrowheads in Glen Dye Park near Hillside and 28th North. He saw a body in a creek, called 911. Witness Don Reed says the area is not easily accessible. Yeah, you've got to climb down a, a bunch of concrete uh, that they've dumped here on the edge of the creek for to keep it from washing out. And then once you're down in the creek, you've got to walk through it and wade through it and get to where you're wanting to get. Officers found the body of a man in his 20s. Police await the results of an autopsy to determine the cause of death. Police continued to investigate a weekend shooting north of downtown Wichita. It happened early Sunday morning at the jump start at Broadway and Murdoch. Police say a man got into an argument with two employees and then refused to leave when asked to do so. The man physically attacked the employees, and that's when one of the employees shot the man twice. He was hospitalized in serious condition. Investigators say they don't believe the employee with the gun was working as a security guard. The investigation is ongoing. Sheriff's officials say six people, including a 17-year-old mother and her six-month-old baby, were killed in a shooting early yesterday at a home in Central California. Authorities are looking for at least two suspects. The Tulare County Sheriff's Office says deputies responded to reports of multiple shots fired in Goshen, California. Deputies found two victims dead in the street, a third person dead in the doorway of a residence. 
Three more victims found inside the home, including a man who was still alive but then later died at a hospital. Investigators believe there is a gang connection to these killings. Shots were fired at a Florida car show in honor of Martin Luther King Jr. Monday night. Chief Deputy of the St. Lucie Sheriff's Office, Brian Hester, describes the scene. It was mass chaos, as you can imagine, when shots ring out with, you know, there were a thousand plus people here at the event. Um, and as the shots rang out, people were just running in all directions. At least eight people were shot with one in critical condition. Four others were injured fleeing from the shots. KNSS News Time now, 8.03, three minutes past 8 o'clock. A long time since the Dallas Cowboys won a postseason game on the road. Could they get it done last night? You heard it here on KNSS. We'll have highlights coming up in sports. Residents of Kichai will begin voting this week on a special sales tax. That story just ahead on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. 8.07 now, 7 minutes past 8 o'clock. Residents of Kichai will begin voting this week on a special sales tax. Today is the deadline to register to vote on the issue. Last month, the Kichai City Council approved giving voters a say in a proposed citywide 1% sales tax. Money generated from the tax would go for general street repairs and capital improvements. The mayor of New York City taking a trip to the southern border as sources predict a record high number of migrant crossings. Sources tell Fox News that over 250,000 migrants crossed illegally into the country in December alone, a number CBP officials say is a first in U.S. history. However, the Department of Homeland Security has still not released the official numbers as of now. But this isn't just a Texas problem. New York City Mayor Eric Adams made a trip to El Paso to meet with officials there as his city deals with its own immigration crisis. During his trip to El Paso, Mayor Adams actually met with migrants, unlike President Biden, when he visited a week ago there. Adams called the situation at the border a crisis to the federal government that needs to be handled. That's Fox's Jackie Abanez with that report. Murder charges are expected to be filed against a teen accused in the shooting death of a younger child in Texas. An 11-year-old boy was fatally shot at a Dallas apartment complex parking lot Sunday, and police say a 14-year-old was the shooter. Vashante Settles is the boy's mother. He was very talented. He loved to make people smile. He was a great child. Investigators say the 14-year-old girl had been in an argument with another child and returned with a gun shooting the 11-year-old while aiming at the girl she'd been fighting with. She was taken into custody shortly after fleeing the scene. Rich Dennison, Fox News. A man from Indiana under arrest for child neglect after his young son is seen on video with a gun. 45-year-old Shane Osborne of Beach Grove was taken into custody Saturday night after his young son was seen on security video outside his apartment playing with a handgun and at one point pointing it at his own head. The entire incident shown on the Reels TV police documentary series on Patrol Live. Police responded to a call at the building after a neighbor reported the child outside her apartment. A semi-automatic 9mm Smith & Wesson pistol was recovered from the home. Police say the gun was loaded, though there were no rounds in the chamber. Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 8.09, 9 minutes past 8 o'clock. 
traffic this morning here in the Wichita area. We've got a traffic accident. It is on 13th Street at Gretchen, which is uh, directly between Rock and Woodlawn. You'll want to avoid that area for the time being. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Another cold front swept across south-central Kansas last night, so it is a bit colder here as we start today. Some high-level clouds move in, but temperatures do warm above average later on this afternoon. Our high 56. A storm system arriving from the west will bring us some rain after midnight. Our low 43. It quickly moves out by early tomorrow with a high 58. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now a few clouds, 35 degrees. We have a northeast wind at 10 miles per hour. KNSS weather brought to you by the Monarch. Open at 11 a.m. for lunch Monday through Saturday and noon on Sunday. Call to reserve a table on the patio for lunch or dinner at the Monarch, 579 West Douglas in Delano. 810 now, 10 minutes past 8 o'clock. Steve and Ted in the morning on KNSS. And with us this morning, Fox News Radio's Ryan Schmelz. Uh, wants to talk about that. We're going to talk about Biden's documents and what's going on. What's the latest? Ryan, uh, it seems like it's just a little bit more every day. What's going on right now with the documents? That's kind of what it looks like, Steve, doesn't it? Uh, so, you know, after after there were some additional documents found over the weekend at, at another one of Biden's uh, uh, homes or, or his property in, in, in Delaware, uh, Chairman James Comer of the House Oversight Committee asked for records uh, of those who visited the Delaware home in order to see how many people or who may have had access to classified records and how they got to the president's properties. But uh, Fox News reported uh, yesterday that Secret Service said Monday it does not track who comes comes and goes from Biden's Delaware residence. Uh, and the White House counsel also said that uh, told Fox News that there are no visitor logs for President Joe Biden's Wilmington Delaware home either. So, and another question: How how did those documents get there? Were they uh, and when did they and when how and when did they get there too? Uh, yeah, that's that's the question. I think we're trying to trying to get answered here. You you have to think this happened after either during or after he was vice president, likely while he was vice president, and thus they remained in his custody. But that's all hearsay right now because we don't know exactly specifics at this point as to how they got to certain locations and why they were in certain locations. Uh, particularly uh, not just his home, but also his think tank, which is an office here in uh, D.C. Well, you've got a, the other question, the, big, the biggest question now in my mind, politically at least, is that the release of the information, they know that we're being transparent, but only after, only after the election, the election in November, after the election, right? Right. Yes. And, and you know, you, there was actually during one of the press briefings, there was a question shouted about, you know, if you sat on the information, uh, since November and didn't release it to the public when they were initially found. But, you know, the, 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 there's, those are questions that are just not getting answered right now for, from the press uh, because, you know, the, the, the White House is kind of stuck to these the same talking points over and over again, uh, no matter what the question is. And it kind of just says, look, we, we found these documents. We turned them into the necessary parties. We've been transparent with them. Uh, and we've, we've cooperated at every turn that we're supposed to do, and we're going to allow the special counsel to do their job. So that's kind of the answer you get uh, consistently over and over again, not just from uh, the press office, but also from President Biden himself. All right. Well, listen, uh, we, I'd like to ask you if, you if you know what's going to happen next, but I don't think anybody knows, do they? Or... Well, you know, I, I think that the, the, the uh, House Oversight Committee is going to go through some go. different avenues 
for, for, for finding new information. You know, uh, James Comer kind of mentioned on Fox News that they're going to be looking in the Secret Service and trying to obtain some records there to see if that will give them any more of an idea of who came in and out of that home. Uh, the Secret Service did say it does not track who comes and goes from President Biden's Delaware residence, but there could be some information there they might be able to obtain. So we'll have to wait and see how that goes. Ryan, thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. Fox News Radio's Ryan Schmelz this morning talking about the documents and how it seems like every couple of days we find out there's some more out there that uh, President Biden has uh, somehow taken out of the White House. It's uh, 814 now, Stephen Taylor in the morning here on KNSS. And let's see, oh, I'll get a couple of birthdays I wanted to mention real quick. Uh, Rodney Price had a birthday. This is Rodney's birthday was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if you guys were aware. Were you aware of it yet? Yeah, we mentioned okay, it. you did. All right. Well, that's good. Multiple yeah. times. Uh, I, I, I beg your pardon, but uh, he's a heck of a guy. We like Rodney. Yes, he we does, do. Does a fine job for us. Does some TV as well. And he's a very talented individual. Did you mention Spike yesterday? Yep. All right. Well, I'm the day behind. You know, I missed you missed yesterday, so I didn't. You know, Spike Anderson having a birthday. He's a he's a dandy, no doubt about that. All right, MLK holiday is behind us now. We on with uh, on with January. A Buffalo man who helped save more than two dozen people during last month's violent winter storm has been awarded for his good deed. Ted, the Buffalo Bills and Blue Cross Blue Shield of Western New York have shown their appreciation for the save by presenting Jay Withy with two tickets to Super Bowl 57. Hey! Tickets were given to Withy by Hall of Famer Thurman Thomas and his wife Patty, video reveals. Withy was among ten people, seven of whom were elderly, who found themselves stuck in a winter storm on Christmas Eve. Oh, boy. To save them, he broke into a nearby school where the stranded people took shelter, ate, and used the restrooms until the... The roads were cleared, but yeah, apparently if they had stayed outside, it would have been a, a really tough situation. They could have frozen to death. Oh, well, of course. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I noticed I, yesterday I was watching watching TV and watching the, the football game up there in Buffalo, and they had some down shots of downtown. They still got plenty of snow cover. Yeah, right? still snow. <laughs> plenty of snow cover. It gets pretty typical. That's Buffalo. Buffalo just has snow from basically October through April. <sighs> what a place. Well, I lived for four years in South Bend, Indiana, and it was pretty much the same way. Yeah. Between about November and April, usually some snow on the ground somewhere. Wow. I can't imagine. All right. Seven, uh, make it eight sixteen now. Stephen Taylor, the morning here on KNSS. And uh, let's go ahead and take a look at sports this morning with Ted Woodward. And we're going to play the big basketball game tonight. Yep, in Manhattan, there's the focus college men's basketball tonight. Number two ranked Kansas visiting 13th ranked Kansas State. The first of two regular season meetings between these two. And it's a high power matchup. First time they've both been in the top 15 when playing each other in a decade. KU is 16-1. and They're the only team left undefeated in conference play at 5-0. and But K-State is right behind at 4-1 and in the conference, 15-2 and overall. Jayhawks are rolling. They've won 10 in a row. They've won their last seven against the Wildcats. FanDuel expects this one to be close. FanDuel has KU as a one-and-a-half-point favorite. And you look at KU, they, are, they haven't lost a road game yet this year, 3-0. K-State has not lost a home game, 9-0 on home court. Good matchup tonight. Looking forward to this one. 
Live coverage on the KU Radio Network begins at 4.30 this afternoon. The game will tip off at 6 o'clock this evening in Bramlage Coliseum in Manhattan. And you can listen to the KU Network coverage on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Pro football last night, the final playoff game in the opening round in the NFL playoffs. The Dallas Cowboys in Tampa taking on the Buccaneers. The Cowboys came into this game a little bit trepidation. They had never beaten quarterback Tom Brady ever. And they had not won a road playoff game in 30 years. Could the Cowboys find a way to overcome that? Of course, you heard it all last night right here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Prescott takes a knee, and for the first time in 30 years, the Dallas Cowboys have won a road playoff game. The eight straight Game losing streak comes to an end in Tampa, Florida, as the Dallas Cowboys eliminate the Buccaneers 31 to 14. Dallas and San Francisco will play in the divisional round on Sunday. How about that? Cowboys win. Starting wide receiver for the Cowboys, Michael Gallup from Butler Community College, caught a two yard touchdown in the third quarter. Starting defensive end for the Cowboys, another Butler Grizzly, Demarcus Lawrence. Coming off the bench for the Cowboys, defensive end, Dorrance Armstrong, former Kansas Jayhawk, got in a couple of hits on Tom Brady, got a tackle. And coming off the bench for the Cowboys, Josh Bell, another Butler Grizzly, playing in some special teams there. So the Cowboys move on into the quarter, the uh, conference semifinals next week, taking on the 49ers. Pro basketball in the NBA last night. The Golden State Warriors go into the nation's capital and beat the Washington Wizards 127-118. to Starting at forward for Golden State, former Kansas Jayhawk Andrew Wiggins. The defense not turning it over. Draymond knocking it away with a steal. Tight roping the sideline. And finally Wiggins! Oh my goodness. Draymond Green impacting winning. What else is new? There you go. Andrew Wiggins with 14 points, four assists. As the Warriors get the win on the road, they've won two of their last three. The Warriors in the number seven spot right now in the Western Conference. The Toronto Raptors win on the road. Going to New York, Madison Square Garden beat the Knicks 123-121 to in overtime. Starting a guard for the Raptors, former Wichita State Shocker Fred Van Bleet. 33 points, eight assists. He made five three-pointers. Fred is in the top 50 in the league in scoring. He's in the top 20 in the league in assists. How about that? Raptors have won four of their last five, but they're still uh, short of a tiebreaker for getting into the playoffs. Long way to go in the NBA season. Happy birthday today to former Kansas City Royals outfielder Chili Davis. 63 today. He only made a brief stop with the Royals in 1997, but boy, it was productive. He was playing Pretty good baseball for the California Angels, but they traded him to the Royals for pitcher Mark Gubazaw. Then Chili Davis went out in 1997 for the Royals and hit 279, drove in 90 runs, and hit a career-high 30 home runs. <laughs> he had pretty darn one good season for the Royals there in 97. Good hitter, good player. Former uh, Royals outfielder Chili Davis. It's his birthday. He is 63 today. And that's sports with Stephen Ted. 821 now. Keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute. Sean says we want less government, lower taxes, and a lot more. That's coming up. Stephen Town in the morning on KNSS.
Wichita's nationally recognized Marconi Awarded Radio Show. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward. 8.30 on this Tuesday morning, 35 degrees. A woman from Wichita is dead after a two-car crash in Wilson County in southeast Kansas. The Highway Patrol reports the accident occurred Monday afternoon on U.S. 400, about a mile south of Fredonia. The KHP reports a car driven by 18-year-old Taylor Christman of Wichita crossed the center line and collided with a car driven by 44-year-old Shelly Neambine of uh, of, uh, Parsons. Crispin was pronounced dead at the scene. Neambane was taken to Wesley Medical Center in Wichita with severe injuries. The search for a missing Oklahoma girl takes a tragic shift days after she was last seen. A release from the Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation now calls the search for four-year-old Athena Brownfield a recovery operation. The search for Athena began last week after her five-year-old sister was found wandering by herself outside a home in Cyril. The OSBI believes Athena was killed. Two people are in custody. Ivan Adams was arrested in Arizona on a murder charge. Police are seeking to extradite him to Oklahoma. Alicia Adams, a relative of Athena and her sister, is charged with two child neglect counts. The older sister is in protective custody. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. The leader of a key NATO ally meets with President Biden today with Ukraine topping the agenda. Dutch Prime Minister Mark Rutte will sit down with President Biden and other top administration officials to reaffirm shared security and economic goals and discuss support for Ukraine. White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre says the Netherlands has committed more than $2.5 billion in Ukrainian security assistance this year. Rutte and President Biden will also discuss critical technologies in strengthening democracy in a rules-based international order. At the White House, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Fentanyl is getting much of the blame for a major city's big jump in deaths of homeless people. The Seattle area shattering a record set in 2018 with 310 homeless people dying last year. The Seattle Times reports that's a 65% jump over 2021 and that more than half of the deaths were from fentanyl-related overdoses. Records from the King County Medical Examiner's Office show many had a combination of fentanyl and other drugs, including cocaine or meth. The Seattle mayor says the deaths underscore an urgent need to get more people indoors. King County is telling multiple agencies to survey homeless providers about what's needed to help reduce fatal overdoses. The county already has public awareness campaigns and last year distributed thousands of fentanyl test strips and overdose medication kits. Lisa Brady, Fox News. A man on death row in Tennessee did not quite make it to the execution chamber. 71-year-old James Dellinger has died of what's believed to be natural causes in prison. He was convicted of first-degree murder in the 1992 shooting death of Tommy Griffin. Dellinger was sentenced to death in 1996. He pursued several legal challenges to his sentence but was not successful. In May, Governor Bill Lee paused all executions in Tennessee because of problems with lethal injections. Authorities say a medical examiner will determine the exact cause of death. Dellinger's co-defendant, Gary Wayne Sutton, was also convicted and remains on death row. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist 
Dan Holiday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Mostly clear with a cold start to the day here in Wichita. Clouds start moving in as we go throughout the afternoon. Temperatures may reach 50 degrees by lunchtime, 56 for our high later on today. Rain will arrive after midnight, tello 43. Cloudy tomorrow with a clearing sky and breezy warming right back to 58. Cooler air comes in throughout the rest of the week with low to mid-40s Thursday and Friday. I'm KNSS Meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now a few clouds, northeast wind at 10 miles per hour and 35 degrees. 834, Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Uh, and it's uh, time for entertainment news. The Blur with Ted Woodward. Ted, what's on The Blur today? Actress Gina Lola Brigida, known as the most beautiful woman in the world, has passed. Italian film star Gina Lolo Brigida has died. She was 95 years old. According to her agent, she passed away in Rome. Referred to as the most beautiful woman in the world, given one of her movie titles, the European actor gained international fame in the 50s and is remembered for such films as The World's Most Beautiful Woman, along with Beat the Devil, that also starred Humphrey Bogart and Jennifer Jones, and Come September, that featured Rock Hudson. In 1969, she received Italy's top movie honor, known as the David D. Donatello. Hello, which is basically the equivalent of the Oscars for Best Actress in Buonasera, Mrs. Campbell. Lauren Faulkner, Fox News. A former American Idol contestant has passed. An American Idol singer, C.J. Harris, who was a prominent contender on the 13th season of the Fox reality talent competition, has died after suffering a medical emergency and being rushed to Walker Baptist Medical Center in Jasper, Alabama. He was 31 years old. Harris first auditioned for Idol in 2010. The guitar teacher also made stops on other reality competition series like The X Factor and The Voice. But it wasn't until 2014 that the singer found his footing on the Fox series, reaching the main competition and eventually placing sixth overall. Michelle Polino, Fox News. Let's get up close with a celebrity. The Fox celebrity profile with actor Danny Trejo, who recently joined chef Gordon Ramsay for a taco challenge on Fox's Hell's Kitchen. And the winner's creation will be featured at Trejo's Tacos. He says he loves changing up the menu at his restaurants and making it a group effort. The staff can come up with a menu. You know, Danny, hey, do you want to try these kind of tacos or whatever, you know? And if it's running by everybody and it's kind of a, a joint deal, because we have some pretty good chefs in the making right there that are trying to you know, work their way up. I saw you tweeted out a poll. If one sequel could be made to one of your movies, what would fans want to see? Oh, I would love to finish Machete in Space. Robert Rodriguez had promised it. I don't know what happened. I mean, he got scared and uh, scared of space monsters. Everywhere I go in the world, people ask me about, hey, when are we going to see Machete in Space? And it was really the first Latino superhero. Ashley Dvorkin, Fox News. Here we are on the 17th of January. It's January 17th, and this is your Fox Daily Snapshot. It's National Bootleggers Day. The heyday for bootleggers in the U.S. was during the Prohibition era of the 1920s when the sale of alcohol was banned, but people still wanted a drink. Bootleggers helped to fill that demand in glasses by smuggling booze from Canada, Mexico, or making products from illegal brewing operations. Also on this date, the sailor whose strength came from eating spinach, Popeye made his debut in the comic strip Thimble Theater in 1929. And in 1976, singer Barry Manilow's song, I Write the Songs, hit number one on the singles chart. 
If it's your birthday today, you share it with a man who was an inventor, writer, statesman, and one of the country's founding fathers, Benjamin Franklin, born in 1706, and the first African-American First Lady, Michelle Obama, born in 1964. I'm Tushar Saxena, and that's your Fox Daily Snapshot. The Corvette is 70. Yeah, it was 70 years ago on this day. The Chevrolet Corvette made its debut at GM's Motorama Auto Show. 1953, the year in which the Corvette first saw light. It had been a surprising and instant hit at the GM Motorama event in New York at the Waldorf Hotel. Barely six months later, the 53 Corvette was born in Flint, Michigan. The Corvette had come to life thanks to the efforts of people like General Motors design chief Harley Earl and engineering president Ed Cole. The vet was primitive at first, to be sure. It was powered by a comparatively tame six-cylinder engine with three side-draft carburetors, and horsepower peaked at a timid 150. The hand-assembled, fiberglass-bodied Corvettes numbered only 300 that first year. In your choice of colors, as long as you liked white. There you go, the Corvette made its debut 70 years ago on this day. Actor Richard Crenna passed away 20 years ago on this day at the age of 76. Good actor. The Sand Pebbles, Wait Until Dark, the first three Rambo films. First found success on the radio in the, after World War II as a high school student. Went on to be in uh, TV shows, very popular show, Our Miss Brooks. He was also in the sitcom The Real McCoys. Got an Emmy Award in the 1980s. Richard Crenna, actor. He passed away 20 years ago on this day at the age of 76. He had pancreatic cancer. Happy birthday to the great James Earl Jones. He is 92 years old today. He does it all. Movies, TV, theater, seven-decade career. He's one of the very few performers who's an EGOT. He's won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony in his career. Multiples. He, was, he stuttered as a, as a kid. Said that poetry and acting helped him overcome that disability. He was a pre-med major in college. He served in the Army during the Korean War. Then got into acting. Did Shakespeare on Broadway. His film debut was a little film called Dr. Strangelove. Directed by Stanley Kubrick. Got his first Tony Award in the late 60s. The Great White Hope. He then did the movie as well. Got an Oscar nomination. Uh, but, of course, many people know him best as the voice of Darth Vader in the Star Wars movies. I've been waiting for you, Obi-Wan. We meet again at last. The circle is now complete. When I left you, I was but the learner. Now I am the master. Only a master of evil, Darth. <laughs> Earl Jones and Alec Giddes. Oh, giants. Uh, no kidding. He won his second Tony Award for his role in Fences on Broadway. More movies, Conan the Barbarian, Coming to America, Field of Dreams, Hunt for Red October, The Lion King. Pretty amazing. He's won three Tony Awards, two Emmy Awards, and a Grammy Award. Pretty good stuff. He yes, was sir. born in Mississippi. His mom was a teacher and a maid. His dad was a boxer, a butler, and a chauffeur. James Earl Jones became one of the biggest stars out there. And it's his birthday today. James Earl Jones is 92 today. Happy birthday. All right, let's check in with the Late Night crew. Late Night with Seth Meyers, NBC. 
After the FAA last week temporarily grounded all domestic flight departures due to a computer outage, it's been reported that the software responsible is years away from a potential update. Really? Because I feel like if you just put Apple in charge, they'll update it every three months. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel Live on ABC. Less than two months after his divorce from Kim Kardashian, Kanye West has reportedly married a woman named Bianca Sensori. She's Australian. She is the head of architecture uh, for his Yeezy clothing brand. They're registered at Bed Bath & Yeont if you want to get them anything. <laughs> and there are a lot of questions about this, like um, what the hell is this woman thinking? And why does a clothing brand with no stores need an architect? But we don't know. We do know they were married in a very small, very simple ceremony. I'm guessing they, sn they skip the if anyone has any reason why these two should not be wed part. But, you know, Kanye's very religious now. He doesn't believe in having sex before marriage, so he meets one good-looking woman. Immediately, he has to get married. He can't contain himself. The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, CBS. This weekend was the 71st annual Miss Universe competition, and Miss USA, Rabani Gabriel won it all. Keep in mind, this isn't Miss Earth. This is Miss Universe, which is why we're beaming tonight's show out to space. Alpha Centauri, in 4.36 years, you're going to learn that you're all uggos. <laughs> and, and oh boy, here we go. The big finale. The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon, NBC. Today, Biden spoke at an event honoring MLK, and Dr. King's daughter-in-law was there. It was actually her birthday, so Biden decided to sing to her. Let's see how that went. On somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Valerie. Happy birthday to you. First rule, first rule, don't start singing happy birthday unless you know the person's name. Yeah, it must have been real special for that. Uh, uh, there's a reason why the birthday song at TGI Fridays doesn't have the name in it. Oh, oh my. Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, uh, there's our fearless leader. Ooh. All right, that is Entertainment News in the Blur with Stephen Ted. All right, 844 now, Stephen Ted in the morning. And coming up, we've got the Wichita Business Journal update. A new fitness option is bouncing its way into Wichita. Steve at 10 in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.
you 10 in the morning, KNSS 848 on this Tuesday morning. Three big things. Three. Wichita police investigate shooting of a man by a convenience store employee. Two. A man's body found in North Wichita Park. Police await autopsy to determine the cause of death. One. House Republicans pursuing President Biden's documents disclosures. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. Some construction work today. Uh, KDOT's doing some work. They're going to be closing the right lane of Kellogg over the Mitch Mitchell floodway, the big ditch. They're going to be closing that lane from 9 a.m. until about 3 p.m. doing some bridge deck repairs there. We've also got another closure. The westbound Kellogg exit to southbound I-235 is going to close from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. doing some guardrail repairs there. Traffic update. 98.7 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Increasing clouds today with a high of 53 degrees. Cloudy tonight, the overnight low 39. Then on Wednesday, decreasing clouds. Tomorrow's high again, 53 degrees. Now a few clouds, 35 degrees. We have a northeast wind at 10 miles per hour. Asian shares are mixed after China reported its economy expanded at a 3% pace last year. Less than half of 2021's rate. U.S. futures fell after markets were closed Monday for a holiday while oil prices were mixed. And now trading is underway on Wall Street, and the S&P is up a fraction of a point. Uh, The Dow is down 159, and the NASDAQ is down 16. And let's get a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. A new fitness option is bouncing its way into Wichita. A couple of local entrepreneurs are going to open Bungie Fit early next month in a space near 29th North and Rock Road. Kelsey Banwert, a former Wichita State University volleyball player, is opening the facility inside 2,500 square feet of space in northeast Wichita, along with her fiancé and business partner, Dustin West, who is the local owner of Supplement World. Bungie Fit expected to open February 4th for regular classes, although Banwart says there will likely be a grand opening event before that. The fitness regime, she says, will customize low-impact, high-intensity sessions, combine resistance of bungees with elements of traditional exercise and aerobatic training. Local Orange Theory Fitness franchise owners Jacob Wayman and Reagan Carlstrom Wayman had been looking for a potential downtown Wichita location for a year, Then a phone call from the Thrive Restaurant Group set the table for the husband and wife's third studio at Nasker Park with a targeted mid-to-late May opening. Jacob Wayman said he got that call last year when Thrive planned to move its peace, love, and pie business out of the ground floor Spaghetti Works district space and knew that Wayman had been on the hunt. That's business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal with Stephen Ted in the morning. Eight fifty-two now. I bungled that story twice, by the way. Which one? On uh, where it says the fitness R E G I M E. The first, the first hour, I said regime. This time, I said regime. Yeah. I now realize it should be regimen. It's missing the N on the end. Is that what it is? It regimen? should be the fitness regimen. Regimen. Right. Well, I kept, I, I kept looking, and I was like, regime doesn't sound right. Regime doesn't sound. It's regimen. Okay. It's missing the N. Well, so I'm sorry I bungled that a couple times. Nobody. Nobody cares that you did that, all right? I don't think. It's uh, 8.53, Stephen did. Hey, uh, we had uh, just some, some of us, many Americans had a three-day weekend and uh, with uh, taking a day off Monday for Martin Luther King 
uh, Junior Day, and I was one of them. And Shelly and I had a great weekend, Ted. We had good. Uh, we were resting, but we also got up and did some things, did some yard work, and took care of some business around the house that needed to be done. And uh, she is, uh, yeah, we had a. We got to see our grandkids. I mean, that's what, a good. That's a heck? that's a big plus. It's a great great weekend. Let's see what is today. Today is National Classy Day. Okay. Okay. Stay with me on this. If this celebrates those who are graced with the ability to live their lives with class, passion, and who are driven to share it with others. Well, those are good people. We honor those class acts and commemorate the birth of one of the most legendary comedians ever to walk the earth. How about American comedian Betty White, who was graced with a seemingly unlimited ability to make us laugh? She's the best. The classy, National Classy Day. That was an interesting person. And she actually started out, I believe, in local TV mm-hmm. and uh, graduated from there and, you know, to network TV. And she, she was like a, a local weather person or had some sort of. Yeah, she, actually, that's, that, the character she played on Mary Tyler Moore. Very comfortable was, in front of the camera. It was, was very, very much what she started out doing. And then, uh, of course, she, she's just just funny, just a funny person. She was married to uh, what Alan Ludden was his name. Yes, game show host. He Alan was Ludden, and they had like the, the the big, beautiful marriage of Hollywood for years and yeah, years. Yeah, they years. sure did. So today is classy day. We all know somebody who's classy. Somebody who, uh, I guess, who, who uh, has that that quality. I of, envy those people. Yeah, because I'm I don't feel like can measure up. Uh, sometimes feel kind of awkward, socially awkward. And, I can but, pretend to be classy, but I really just can't yeah, quite pull it off. But you see, you're a stage but actor. There are some people you see, you're like, whoa, hey, they've got it's it together. Natural, naturally there. You're, you're a stage actor, so you can portray anything. Nah, I just make it up. Yeah. Um, it's not real. I've seen you do some things that on stage that, to me, were, if I had to do it, I would be terribly embarrassed. But you don't care. <laughs> That's true. I don't care. <laughs> I just I just finished polished off a book. It's a light one. Uh Paul Newman type of a memoir. Okay. Paul Newman uh did some some interviews uh, oh 10 12 13 years yeah. ago. Just wanted to leave a legacy for his kids. And uh it's mostly interviews and with interspersed with comments from different people who knew him. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting. Uh not very deep, but it was interesting. So uh I polished that off over the weekend and and now I'm on to my next book. I've been reading it. Okay, that's it for today, guys. We've got the Glenn Beck program coming up. Michael Schellenberger's on. He's the founder of Environmental Progress, and apparently he rips the World Economic Forum. Okay. Yeah, that's on Glenn Beck. 9 o'clock this morning, top of the hour news. House Republicans pursuing Biden documents revelations. That's coming up. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the Dana Lash Show. News updates all day. Stephen's head in the morning. On 98.7 and 1330, KNSS, Wichita, looking for a high today of 53 degrees. Right now, 35. This is the... Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.